You're listening to Thunder Quack Podcast Network. Broadcasting from a hidden rebel fortress long forgotten since the days of the Clone Wars, Commanders Michael Cohen, Matthew Krenke, and their daring crew lead a rebel cell dedicated to bringing you stories of adventure and excitement from across the galaxy. Join them for tales of heroes from the dawn of the Resistance stretching back to the Old Republic. Tales of Jedi and Sith, rebels and Imperials, technological terrors, and fantastic creatures. Legends so great, you won't believe them. But it's true. All of it. So what are you waiting for? Strap in and get ready to make the jump with Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast. Welcome back to Rebel Cells, the Star Wars animation podcast for our Forces of Destiny recap. I'm your host, Cassie Scutch, and today we are getting started with Season 2 of Forces of Destiny with uh, Season 2, Episode 1, Hasty Departure. We've had a little bit of a break here for uh, the holiday break and for the new year, and it is halfway through January right now, uh, which is where we're coming back. Um, I'm coming back as well as Matt and Mike because Resistance just started back up again with the second half of the first season, which I'm sure all of you all know, and so that is something that we are looking forward to right now and something we're going to talk about a little bit with news. Um, I'm a little disappointed uh, with where we've gotten with the news in the last month. I thought that with us getting that a little bit of a month of a break, we could kind of accumulate a lot of stuff to talk about here uh, for news once we come back, but we really didn't. And I think part of that has to do with a lot of Marvel uh, stuff coming out during the break and around there with a lot of Captain Marvel stuff and uh, the Avengers Endgame trailer coming out, but uh, it still leaves us Star Wars fans with um, kind of some questions about what's going on and, you know, another just huge lapse in information we have not gotten a lot in the last month, which is really odd because there are so many projects that we know are in the work right now um, and we are closing in on the same amount we're closing in I think on getting a title for episode 9 um, hopefully I know that at least for The Last Jedi we had our title reveal uh, late January and so we're getting up there we're close I'm hoping in the next week or two we'll get it um, I know we've been saying that for the last month but I think I mean at least if we are keeping consistent with what we have already, what has happened in the past, and just what the precedent is for uh, announcing the titles of our uh, episodic movies. We should be getting a name, a title, within the next couple weeks, 
we can only hope. There's obviously a lot of people uh, speculating about what that's going to be. I have purposefully kind of stepped away. I've stayed kind of willfully ignorant of that kind of speculation. I want to be surprised um, and I don't want to really be thinking about what other people are um, I want to be able to formulate my own thoughts when the time does come when we get that title, but that is not happened yet. Um, and so again, I'm very selective of what I'm looking at on the internet, especially when it comes to Star Wars news, um, what articles I'm clicking, what things I'm looking at, and very much not one for spoilers, although maybe, maybe, maybe not, I don't know. I don't think I am, but hopefully that'll come soon, and I'm sure we will be getting a teaser within the next month. Um, again, if we're keeping with the precedent of what has happened in past years, I know what we got our first. Did our first teaser come with the Super Bowl, uh, in 2017, or was it was that our full trailer? I think that was just a teaser. Anyway, so if that's anything to be expected, that'll be uh, in February, um, somewhere around there. Uh, so we're getting close to getting episode 9 news. We're getting super close to that being something that we're talking about and something uh, that we're gearing towards a little bit more. Uh, and that's part of, I think, why we haven't had as much information is that we haven't had a movie that is coming up. But I think it just hit me uh, the other day that, oh, it's now, it's 2019, we are getting a Star Wars movie at the end of the year, um, which I, I guess we did get a Star Wars movie last year and the year before, um, but like Matt and Mike said, uh, this Christmas was the first one since 2015 that we have not had a Star Wars movie, um, and so it felt very weird, even with having Solo in May. So I think we're finally going to get back into that rhythm that we have gotten used to with the last couple of years with the episodic films that we've gotten and I'm excited to get back to that and hopefully we get to start ramping up within the next couple of weeks. I think once we get a name and a teaser that's when it starts and it gets real and we finally get to get back into the excitement of a new Star Wars. Um, and so hopefully, hopefully, fingers crossed, um, that's something we'll get to to look forward to in the next couple weeks, something I will get to come on here and talk about. I mean, it has to happen at some point, but uh, I hope that the lack of information that we've gotten on anything else um, pertaining to Star Wars lately uh, has to do with that, has to do with the fact that we are getting ready to start the lead up to episode nine, even though there is like a million other things we could be talking about and I wish they would give us, they throw, throw us a little bit of a bone about Clone Wars, especially because hopefully it'll be out at the end of the year and that's something that they can definitely give us a little bit more information on um, than they can give us on uh, movies. And I think that if they want to keep us happy, if Disney and Lucasfilm, they want to uh, keep our interest up. They'd give us a little bit more information about Clone Wars uh, Season 7, um, but 
that was that would be just me um and i'm sure they've already gotten that stuff figured out maybe we'll get some information on that soon probably we'll have to wait for celebration coming up in april which i'll be at i'm so excited um my first celebration but yeah uh, just like a reminder that it is now 2019, which means we are going to be getting a lot of those things that we have heard is something that's going on in 2019 um, and something that, you know, a lot of these things that we've been looking forward to for years. Just a reminder, like all that stuff is happening this year. It's just later in the year and um it's good to have something to look forward to because I don't feel like we've had a lot of that lately within our community. We haven't had uh, much, so it's cool to start thinking about that, but obviously we haven't gotten any news with that, with any of our uh, Clone Wars or Episode Nine. Um, soon, soon, soon. Um, we have gotten a little bit of news with Resistance, actually a lot of news with Resistance. Um, which I'm sure Matt and Mike will talk about, but I wanted to give my little two cents here is that we've been confirmed for season two and the season one mid season the season one mid season trailer uh was released if you haven't seen it. It is really cool. Um it definitely gave me quite a bit more faith in where resistance is going. It was quite a bit darker. Not darker, but it was less of excitement, let's have fun, ooh, this is goofy, and more like, okay, well, we're getting into Star Wars stuff, and even if it's not, like, the typical Star Wars, we're getting into the nitty-gritty of what's going on in this time period, and as it seems from the trailer, um, we are backing straight into The Last Jedi. For sure, we're in The Force Awakens. We have Hux's speech uh, to the First Order right before um, they take out the Hosnian system. But if Leia talking to Kaz and, and saying, you know, come help us, all this stuff, that is The Last Jedi. Um, and that is what they were doing on Crate in The Last Jedi when they were when she was contacting their allies. And that's something that I've been thinking about, that I was thinking about just a lot with um, with The Last Jedi and like who she's contacting, who these allies are. And through the Battlefront, uh, through Battlefront, we kind of know that, uh, what is her name? Aiden's daughter. Oh, it's gonna kill me. I played the game and I don't remember. Anyway, Aiden's daughter. And that group, you know, they're one of the people that Leia is reaching out to. But as soon as Resistance, and I kind of got an idea of what that is, you know, we kind of, I think we all figured out that our uh, Fireball crew uh, is definitely going to be one of those groups that she reaches out to. And so getting to see that, um, I feel like was a lot for them to show us in the trailer. Even though I think most of us have kind of already figured out that that is something that uh, ha is going to go down. It's interesting to see. And I think with this season two, uh, we definitely, pr we probably will not be getting that season two until after episode nine comes out. Depending on um, the rumored time jump, uh, if 
there is a time jump. Maybe season two of Resistance will come out beforehand, but if season one's backing straight into The Last Jedi, I cannot imagine that they are really going to give us that much information before episode nine um, about the time period after The Last Jedi. We've gotten a little bit with the Poe comic, but nothing uh, really plot-wise, um, just some conversations between characters, Ray getting to know Poe, uh, that whole thing. If you haven't read uh, those bits of the Poe comic, they certainly made me laugh quite a bit, um, and it was it was cool to get to see the or those characters talking to each other uh, for the first time, because it's not something that, obviously, they meet each other at the end of The Last Jedi, Ray and Poe, and you know, I'm Rampa, like, whatever. Anyway, I've heard a lot about you, that whole thing. But uh, it was cool to get to see them uh, getting to know each other, bonding, that whole type of thing, and getting kind of an understanding of what had happened and kind of catching each other up, uh, kind of covering up any type of, well, she didn't know that this happened and they don't know that this happened that could happen with the next movie if nobody had cleared that little bit up a uh and nobody cleared that up a little bit, but it hadn't been any plot. We hadn't gotten anything really important unless I'm really not that caught up with the Poe comic, but I think I've only missed like an issue or two and they, I think they skip back in time. I don't know. Um, they, they, they had a, like maybe three or four issues where they were after the last Jedi and then they were like, okay, we can't do that anymore. So that's only reaffirming my previous statement that I think that season two of Resistance will not uh, be released um, until after uh, the last, or not the last today, episode nine, the unnamed episode nine. But again, that's only my personal speculation and my personal ideas, and often that's wrong. We didn't have that much else for news. Nothing else about it. Let's go ahead and get on to the recap. Calculate the jump, Chop. <laughs> My boyfriend, Dewey. Maybe I can help you. I am Boba Fett. What was that? What was what? The throwing and the falling. Over there. Don't think about it. Kenobi. Ahsoka! Kenobi! Hand it over, Ewok. No! So you mean to tell me you were staging a rescue, not attempting to hijack a Jedi starship? You're welcome! Now, it's time for the Rebel Cells. Episode Recap. Harrison Dula and Sabine Wren infiltrate an Imperial base during a mission to steal medkits aboard a Lambda-class shuttle. Hera asks Sabine if she is sure that it is the one. Sabine thinks that it is the only shuttle here. Hera is not so sure and tells Chopper to meet them at the rendezvous point. The two sneak aboard the shuttle ramp just as a large crane moves several crates of medkits, revealing a second shuttle parked to the left. Hera and Sabine take off on the first shuttle, leaving Chopper to beep in amusement on the ramp of the second shuttle. Hera sends Sabine to check on the cargo with Chopper. However, Sabine instead finds seven armed stormtroopers inside the passenger compartment. Sabine rushes back to the cockpit and shoots out the controls. Sabine warns Hera that they are on the wrong ship just as the stormtroopers begin cutting through the cockpit door. Hera swerves the shuttle to the left and then to the right, throwing the stormtroopers off balance. Hera asks, where is Chopper? 
Just then, Chopper appears on the second shuttle and beeps over the comm. Sabine tells Chopper to bring the ship close and to lower the rear ramp because they're going to jump over. Sabine shoots the transparasteel white windscreen with her blaster, but Hera removes the windscreen from the switch of a button. Chopper lines the rear exit of his shuttle in front of Hera and Sabine's stolen shuttle. Sabine leaps aboard Chopper's shuttle as the stormtroopers cut through. Hera shoots out the ship's controls before leaping onto the ramp. Sabine helps her up. The stormtroopers enter the cockpit just as their shuttle descends to the ground. Aboard Chopper's shuttle, Hera and Sabine find themselves among crates of medkits. Hera says it was much harder than it needed to be. Sabine apologizes for rushing and not checking whether there was another shuttle. Hera reassures her that they got what they came for. The two rebels join Chopper in the cockpit while Sabine thanks the astromech droid. We're back with Sabine and Hera with Chopper to the rescue, um, which happens a lot. and it's something I want to bring up, and I'm going ahead of myself here, um, but obviously in this episode, Chopper kind of comes to uh, the rescue, and he never fails to improvise and become the hero, which um, is something that is true of most of our hero droids. Um, and I've mentioned it in a previous episode with, uh, who was it? It was Ahsoka and Padme in the Starfighter stunt episode. Um, and that was where they were going to practice maneuvers and then they found some, uh, vulture droids, I believe. And Ahsoka tells Padme, oh, don't worry, droids can't improvise. And I think just for, like, I still just, Obviously, droids can improvise. I think continuity-wise, they should not have put that in that specific episode because it's very obvious when you get to episodes like this that that is not true. Um, And that's that's just me being nitpicky and that's just me wanting to keep our villains on the same level as our uh, heroes, which is something that Star Wars does not always... Uh, do correctly and that's okay um it's okay to a point um aside from just the aside from the little bit of continuity error here um this episode was fine and I, I'm picking on that previous episode in season one I think this is more of a chopper episode than it is any it's Sabine or Hera episode even though I think that the lesson uh for this episode definitely does have to do with Sabine which is also a a little bit of a gray area because I think that the lesson that we're trying to be taught here is, you know, to think through things and don't be too fast, obviously. Don't be too hasty. That's the name of the episode, Hasty Departure. They were quick. They didn't really think things through. And Sabine as a character doesn't always do that. Um even though she is obviously very smart, very analytical, she is good at coming up with plans, but does not always follow them to a T, and will often do things that, in the spur of a moment, that she didn't quite think through, and usually it works out for her, usually it does, um, and this episode is a little bit of a case where that doesn't, and I think that's a lesson that we are trying to be taught, but then I kind of found it funny that, uh, that same instinct that she has is kind of what saves them at the end of the episode. Obviously, uh, she didn't need to shoot the windshield 
um, because Hera just kind of disengaged it. But the idea to jump out of the ship and into Chopper's ship is kind of what saved them in this situation. Um, so I think that it was kind of this weird, like, well, this can sometimes be bad, but it can also sometimes, you know, work out for you. You just gotta, like, really think it through. I love the little bits of when Sabine, you know, says to her, she's like, oh, we're gonna jump. And Hera kind of, like, looks at her like, what What do you mean we're gonna jump? Because, um, again, be because that's not Hera's character. She sh- stays in the cockpit. She's not even though she is a great character, she can do all these cool things. She's not somebody who's going to jump from ship to ship. Um, and I don't blame her. I wouldn't either. Um, and so that kind of made me funny. And we also got to see Hera with the goggles on, which I think we only ever got to see once during Rebels when she they rode the Lothcats. Um, and so those are just like little things that I noticed. And obviously it was like not that big of a deal, not that important, but I thought it was an interesting touch that they added. Um, they didn't just keep the, the goggles stationary on her head like they usually do. Um, another little like nitpicky thing, kind of the first thing I noticed is um, how in the world did neither the stormtroopers nor Sabine and Hera notice each other uh, while they were entering the ship? Because, I mean, as I understand of these Lambda class shuttles is that you come in through the passenger uh, holding area slash the cargo hold. That's the entrance. Um, And so if the stormtroopers were already standing there, I don't don't know how they got to the, uh, I don't know how they got to the cockpit without noticing each other. And maybe, maybe I don't know my ships quite as well as I think I do. But to my understanding, uh, that's how you get to the you got you got to go through the passenger holding area in order to get to the cockpit so them not seeing each other was um a little bit odd to me um that it was just like this moment where she was like oh okay cool there they are and also just the fact that they got on the ship they got into the sky and then they realized it is something odd i feel like uh if they weren't sure if that was the right ship especially if hair wasn't sure they would have checked before they left the, they left the hangar, um, and they would have noticed that Chopper wasn't there, um, because they were planning to meet him there. But I think that that is partially, uh, met with the kind of lesson being taught with this episode is that you gotta think things through a little bit more. Um, just the fact that they not having Chopper there and they didn't realize that. Not the fact that. Uh, they most definitely <laughs> like ran past the stormtroopers and nobody noticed each other. I just thought that was odd. I think that that is a little bit of an oversight. Again, maybe I'm wrong. Um, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that is something that somebody can correct me on, but I did think that was a little odd. Um, I do like this episode. Uh, I don't think it is one of the better episodes of Forces of Destiny just because I feel like it wasn't as well thought out as some of the other episodes have been. Not saying that all of them are amazingly well thought out. I think that some of them could definitely use a little bit of work. This one definitely had some 
kind of inconsistencies and places where uh, things were not clear. I definitely felt like there were places for improvement, but I do like this episode. It is a good start to season two of Forces of Destiny. It also takes place during season two of Rebels, which is, again, what we mostly get. We do get a couple season three uh, Rebels era episodes in season two, which I'm looking forward to. Uh, it's one of my favorite episodes coming up here in a little while. I don't know. I don't have an, a whole ton to talk about here with this episode. Um, there's not a whole ton of things going on here uh, as there, as much as there are with some other episodes of Forces of Destiny that we can get a little bit more into kind of where things are, what's happening, you know, what connects to what. There's not a whole ton, um, especially when we talk about our web here. And I think that that's part of where this episode's lacking a little bit is that we only really have like a tiny bit of a lesson. But this episode was very funny. Um, there were definitely parts where I laughed, especially when Chopper, you know, where's Chopper? And he goes, da 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 You know, he's right there. Chopper's one of my favorite droids. And I know there are not a whole, I mean, no, we have a lot of droids, but he's definitely my top three um, favorite droids. Uh, I won't list them off for you now. But he, I definitely didn't start out liking Chopper at the beginning of Rebels. He was not someone, he was not one of my favorite droids. I thought uh, his his personality was a little bit overplayed um, for his purpose. And then, you know, you kind of grows on you, as does as do most of our uh, characters in animation. You know, you start not liking them a whole ton, and then we grow into liking them a lot. And I guess Chopper's one of those characters, if he even could be called a character. And genuinely made me laugh here in this episode. It was um, that and just Hera's face, as I mentioned earlier, with Sabine saying, we're gonna jump. Um, so this episode was funny, and we did get a little bit of a lesson, but we did not have the web, which is what we usually do. Um, and that is, to me, one of the most important parts of Forces of Destiny, I think, is that we always get like a little bit of a tidbit that has to do something with something else, and I didn't see that with this episode, which kind of disappointed me a little bit. But I think we get more of those uh, better, more connective episodes throughout season two, so we'll get excited for those, and we will get to those, obviously, coming up once a week, um, but we're done with this episode, uh, again, there wasn't quite a whole ton to talk about, um, so I'll just leave it here, so... Thanks for listening, and as always, you can stay up to date on all the latest in Star Wars animation news by heading to rebelcells.com. You can also follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash rebelspodcast and on Twitter at rebelspodcast. You can also follow us on Instagram at rebelcells. You can also follow me on Twitter at Cassie Sketch, that's C-A-S-S-I-E-S-C-U-T-C-H. And of course, we're part of the Thunderquack Network. Head to thunderquack.com to check out all the other podcasts in the network. And if you'd like to support us, you can do that in one of two ways. First, by heading to store.thunderquack.com to pick up some merch, or by heading to patreon.com slash thunderquack and pledging your support. Your monthly pledge gives you access to cool exclusives like the Thunderquack Podcast and the Thunderquack Group on Facebook. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back next week with Unexpected Company. Mm-hmm.